0: it's being reported that the Miami hurricanes have a $5 million NIL transfer portal budget. Very interesting. You are locked on canes, your daily podcast on the Miami hurricane part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. I am your host, Alex Dono. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, and contributor to AllHurricanes.com. Happy Thanksgiving. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Transfer portal season is almost officially upon us, right? Uh, You know, early December, December 5th, the transfer portal officially opens and floodgates all over the country are going to be opening. We know I'm expecting about 20 plus to depart Miami. We've already seen a handful of confirmations. Many, many more confirmations will come. And of course, there's going to be lots of players leaving around other schools as well. Now it's being reported by, and I respect this man's work, Tony Pauline from Pro Football Network, Uh, he wrote, the Miami Hurricanes reportedly have a $5 million NIL arsenal, which they will use to attract top players who enter the transfer portal. Um, Here's something that I I don't like about that. And listen, he's reporting whatever he was told or whatever he heard. So my beef is not with Pauline, I guess. But um, you notice how – Everyone is counting Miami's alleged money and they're not really talking about how, you know, NIL is happening. Like that Wall Street Journal report about Jaden Rashada flipping like they made it sound as if Miami was offering him millions of dollars, but he went to play for Florida for free. It's like I I don't think Miami gets singled out so much with NIL. It's crazy. So now you see people counting Miami's alleged five million dollar nil budget and not making any dollar figure mentions about anyone else it's you know i think a lot of this is used to just create negative dialogue around miami because always the comments on this whenever you have a figure like five million thrown out there 80 percent of the comments that come in are they're buying players look at them they're doing like Texas A&M. They're just buying players out there. This is going to fail miserably. That's the sort of dialogue that people love to create. They act like NIL is just a Miami thing and it's not going on anywhere else. So I don't love that. As far as the actual $5 million number, maybe it's true. Uh, I've seen some people commenting things like only 5 million. I think they have more than 5 million. Well, if that figure is true, 5 million, um, it sounds like that is what would be earmarked specifically to transfer portal players. And that there may be a separate NIL budget, uh, for 2023 recruits. So I don't necessarily think five mil is the entire budget that might just be. And again, if that report is accurate, that might just be the budget for incoming transfer portal players. So, I can't confirm the exact number. Okay. I can't, I don't know if it's 5 million or 1 million or 50 million. I can't confirm the exact number, but I do know that Miami uh, and, you know, people like John Ruiz with their NIL efforts. And there are other collectives. I think that are that are going to start emerging here are going to be very aggressive in the transfer portal. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of scholarships open and Mario Cristobal is going to want to fill those spots. Uh, not only with productive, gift, uh, productive gifted players are the words I'm looking for there, but also guys who can kind of fit the culture that he wants to create here. So they're going to have to be, and Cristobal said this about the portal, they're going to have to be selective. Like they're not just going to start reaching their hand into the cookie jar and just kind of taking anybody. Like they they've got to make sure because if you've had issues with the attitudes of some of the players that are leaving – you've got to make sure you don't just replace them with guys who are going to have some of the same issues, right? So you, this is why people like Alonzo Highsmith and Roland Smith are so important doing some of those extra evaluations behind the scenes. Okay. So yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Miami has got a, uh, has got a big time budget. And and speaking of collectives, by the way, because something that it is a little bit worrisome and, you know, I have a lot of respect for, John Ruiz and what he's doing for his own businesses and and what he's doing with Nil and really helping helping improve the lives of these student athletes that are that are signing up with Life wallet to do name image and likeness. like John Ruiz is doing amazing things out there. A lot of folks get concerned by the idea that he's the only major Nil player in Miami and what happens if Ruiz just decides, I don't really want to do this anymore. This is no longer a strategy for LifeWallet and my other businesses. Then is Miami just, you know, left up, uh, you know, what's Creek. Um, He makes up a large percentage of Miami's NIL situation right now. I have been told and assured that there are other big time players working on emerging and creating other collectives that's going to make Miami's efforts, I think a little bit more fortified and a little bit more well-rounded. So we'll see. Uh, I, I was told that around the new year, we're going to see some new things develop. So I asked for names. I was not given names, but I was told that they're pretty, pretty wealthy individuals that are trying to put some things together. So we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, so when the transfer portal does open, Handful of players I'm going to keep my eye on. Uh, Some of them are confirmed in the portal. Others rumored to be entering the portal. Now, one player who is indeed in the transfer portal that's generating a lot of dialogue around Miami folks is former Alabama running back Trey Sanders. He's in the portal. The upside could be very high considering Sanders is a former five-star recruit. He was the top running back in the class of 2019 when he came out and he's an IMG Academy guy. And we know the relationship there with Miami is, is very, very good. But with Trey Sanders uh, and we talked about him with Larry Bluestein in our last episode, do your due diligence on this one, because I'm a little bit concerned mainly about the injury history. He's been plagued by injuries and also had a, a pretty serious auto accident in 2020, uh, he's never really seemed to be the same on the field after that. So, you know, again, because of the IMG connection, there could certainly be Miami interest. Also, Miami needs running backs, right? So there could definitely be mutual interest for that reason. But just based on his just lack of productivity, and 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 maybe it just has to do with the fact that Alabama is so deep, he just couldn't get on the field after all the injury issues. He just needs an opportunity, maybe. But I'm concerned about this one because of the injury history. Uh, And, you know, my conversation with Larry Bluestein, we kind of both decided that he might end up going to like a smaller school than Miami, maybe a G5 school to try to repair his stock and just get more playing time somewhere. So I could see that happening as far as running backs go. uh, This one uh, has not hit the portal yet, but I would be much more intrigued if the rumors come to fruition by West Virginia running back C.J. Donaldson if he decides to hit the portal there's rumors some speculations he is a south florida product from gulliver prep 6 foot 2 240 right and you know unlike uh, our pal thad he consistently runs like a 240 pounder uh 6 yards per carry this past season eight rushing touchdowns one of the most productive backs in the big 12 uh, if the rumors and again i, I don't know if he's going to hit the portal but if the rumors did come to fruition this could be a really really big get for miami if if of course there's a lot of ifs here uh, another one i'm keeping my eyes on who's not hit the portal uh but maybe could is shamar stewart i don't know why my voice cracked there shamar stewart of course we all know him uh he's he's was at texas a&m spurned miami for texas a&m last year you know they're definitely going to be a mass exodus of Aggie players hitting the portal and I keeping my fingers crossed on this one I think that a lot of the Aggies who are going to hit the portal are probably players their fan base is going to miss more than a lot of the Hurricanes that hit the portal I think you're going to see the quality of players leaving it's going to be a little bit different on both sides um so if if Shamar Stewart former five-star defensive lineman from Monsignor Pace. If he decides to hit the portal like so many other Aggies are doing, there could definitely be mutual interest. You know, he burned us last year. I know some of you take it personally and you're like, I don't want this guy here. Um, I don't really hold grudges the same way that some of the, that some of the Canes fans do. I want to, and hopefully again, because yeah, you're looking for players with the right attitude. I get that. Um, Hopefully, You know, if a guy like Stewart becomes available, you dot your I's, you cross your T's, you do your due diligence. But um, I I wouldn't mind having him here because this guy was a talent, an absolute talent in high school. And he's showing it some in college as well. Now, Shamar's Aggie teammate, Donnell Harris, uh, former four star edge rusher out of Gulliver down here. He did hit the portal. I'm not as high on Harris uh, hasn't impressed me so much at the collegiate level. So we'll see how that goes, but another South Floridian. Um, Now I want to, on the other side, I want to address as best as I can a rumor about a current Miami hurricane, which scared us all to death, right? When a rumor came out that a certain Miami hurricane might be hitting the transfer portal. I flatlined for a couple seconds. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I, Oh, it's the big one oh yeah i i I panicked for a couple of seconds uh but i think we can breathe a sigh of relief i'll explain who i'm talking about right after we talk about the amazing folks at bet online turkey day there's a lot going on soccer tournament pro football bet online is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, to soccer and esports. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at betonline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Guys, I'm on betonline every single day because they have the analytics and the stats and the facts that are going to help you attack the bookies and get it done on your Saturdays and on your Sundays. And heck, now with basketball and hockey going on, we've got events going on every single day of the week and that big soccer tournament. You know the one I'm talking about. So, guys, check it out, betonline.net, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first Thanksgiving listen today. Happy Turkey Day to everybody. I'm thankful, honestly, so I'm going to have a sincere moment here Woo-hoo. start the uh, the violin music I'm gonna have a very sincere moment I am so thankful to all of you who have embraced this program whether you're an audio listener or a YouTube viewer or both because maybe you want to take us in the car some days or maybe you want to look at my goofy face other days I appreciate you guys so much, even the haters, even the people who come into our comments every day, uh, the Oregon fans who trash Mario and the Florida State fans and the Florida fans who trash us. I'm so thankful for all of you guys, and I'm so glad we're able to build this community here on Locked on Canes. And uh, like on YouTube, we're getting close, I think probably by the end of December, we'll get to... Uh, 1 million views on youtube since we started in may so that will be a huge huge blessing and thank you guys and make sure you spread the word make sure you spread the word hit the like button the thumbs up button on youtube and make sure you subscribe on our audio channels as well i think we're gonna dodge a bullet here um there was a rumor earlier this week about trevante citizen Um, a writer that I I respect a lot, um, reported on Monday. And honestly, you use the word report loosely here because sometimes we talk about things on podcasts. We have conversation about things we've heard. We're not necessarily reporting something, but sometimes it gets put in print and it gets shared and it makes it seem like we're reporting something. So uh, someone that I I really respect mentioned on Monday that he's heard some buzz about Trevante Citizen hitting the transfer portal, and potentially leaving Miami. Now, he never said that Trevante's definitely hitting the portal, but he hinted that it's a possibility. Now, when I heard that, it was a complete shock to me, okay? And I, I tried doing some digging on it. Uh, I asked a few folks that I rely on for information. Um, nobody knew anything about it, um, which you know made me feel a little bit better. And then I was very happy to see on Wednesday. Our pal Gabby Yerudia from Inside the U, he reported on Wednesday that he can assure us Travante Citizen will not be entering the portal. Here's what Gabby wrote at InsideTheU.com. I know running back Trevante Citizen isn't transferring, he says. I can confidently report that Miami's prized freshman running back intends to stay in Coral Gables. Louisiana native is a key part of what miami wants to do on offense in the future and likely would have been a primary ball carrier this fall had he not suffered a major knee injury uh, which he is well on his way to recovering from citizen has been off crutches for a few weeks now and is rehabbing well it's unclear what his status for spring football is but the main point is that citizen will be at miami when that time comes around There's definitely going to be opportunities in Miami's backfield. No question. No question about that. And Gabby's right about one thing. I hope he's right about everything. But he's right about the fact that if Citizen hadn't blown out his knee, he would have ended up getting serious carries this year. I mean, guys, you think about how, you know, things didn't work out on the field with Thad Franklin this year. Don Chaney, uh, he missed – well, he has missed the entire season to this point. We'll see if he can play in the finale coming up against Pittsburgh. Um, Jalen Knighton had his his ups and downs and the fumbling issues, was benched for a game. Um, you know, Henry Parrish was he, – he, he missed some time as well. He's missed a couple games, but he's been kind of the most consistent back when he's played. And then we've relied heavily on a walk on like Lucius Stanley credit to him. This guy transfer walk on from UAB has played a significant role at times this year. So if citizen had been healthy, he might've ended up Miami's top back or top two back at least had he played this year. So there's going to be a massive opportunity. And you know, we know that Thad is hitting the portal. So there's going to be a massive opportunity next year for Trevante citizen. So I'm, I'm glad to hear uh, that he's, he's definitely not leaving, right? As far as running backs potentially coming in and recruiting, I feel pretty good about Miami's chances with four-star running back Chris Johnson out of Dillard. There are reports that uh, he was actually on campus in Miami as recently as a couple of days ago for an unofficial visit. That's not a difficult thing for him to do because he lives in the area. And I know that this coaching staff is making it loud and clear to Johnson that he is needed here and that he's going to get a chance to compete. Now, they never promise players anything more than that. Miami's not out on the trail promising anyone you're going to be a starter next year. You're definitely going to be on the field next year, but The players that they like and that they believe in, they promise them opportunities to compete. And I think Chris Johnson knows he can, would, and will get that at Miami if if he decides to commit here. Uh, He's deciding between Miami and Ole Miss. Ole Miss has had momentum. He was there a couple weeks ago for an official visit. There's a lot of question marks surrounding Ole Miss right now. Uh, Lane Kiffin, does he stay or does he go? Right. It was it was strongly reported earlier this week that he's on his way to Auburn and then he strongly denied it. But then I see a report that Kiffin has told his players that he plans on staying at Ole Miss unless something drastically changes. That's kind of weird, right? Like, shouldn't you be telling them, hey, guy, I- I'm staying or I'm going like, to. You- I'm staying unless something drastically changes. So what, if Auburn puts another zero on the contract offer, is that a drastic change? I We'll see. We'll we'll see if – like I, I think Lane will more than likely stay at Ole Miss, but we will see if he stays or if he goes. And obviously chaos like that could definitely affect Johnson's uh, recruitment. Uh, so I could see the top players in Miami's backfield next year. Parrish, Trevante Citizen – Don Chaney, if he can stay healthy, that's always a question mark. And Chris Johnson, if he arrives. And I would also love to add someone. I mentioned C.J. Donaldson from WVU uh, because, yes, yeah, we found out this season, even if you think you have a loaded backfield, because we thought we had a loaded backfield last year or this year, you might find yourself giving carries to a walk-on transfer because you have so many injuries and you know guys who are just not buying in or performing. So let's load up that backfield for next year. Speaking of running backs, I'm not giving up either on Mark Fletcher. The Gators appear to be the favorite right now for the four-star running back out of American Heritage. He decommitted about a week and a half ago from Ohio State. The Gators appear to be the favorite right now. He was at the Swamp on an unofficial visit uh, recently, and he's going to be back there for an official visit on December 9th. Uh, But there are also indications that Fletcher might visit Miami the weekend after that, December 16th. I think they're working on that with him right now to get that locked in. If it happens, that would be his final official visit before early signing day a few days later. So if Miami gets that visit the weekend of the 16th, it would put the Hurricanes in great position. Cause when you're talking about official visits, you want to be first or you want to be last. You prefer not to be in the middle. Doesn't mean the teams in the middle can't get the uh, commitment. It happens from time to time, but it's usually better to be first or last in the official visit schedule. So hopefully Miami can get the last for Mark Fletcher. I'll leave you guys uh, with this. I wish I had more specifics on this, but somebody that's pretty good to monitor. I give him props. I give him credit D money from Kane's insight. You know, he, he puts out though, those banks and, and those reports of his, he says something big is coming in recruiting within the next week. And he said it on Wednesday. So we're looking in the next six days, perhaps now, The last time D Money sent out a cryptic message like that, Miami landed Cormani McLean a couple weeks later, right? So he said, because I remember a couple weeks before Cormani, D Money is like, "Hey, something big's coming in a couple weeks. I can't tell you what it is. I don't know what it is." And then Cormani McLean commits, so he says something big is coming within the next week in recruiting. Uh, It really makes me wonder. I wonder if he's talking about Pancake Concho, Samson Okunlola, five star. Uh, five-star offensive tackle out of Massachusetts, but I almost feel like he could be talking about someone more unexpected because the Cormani McLean thing was very unexpected, right? Miami is considered to be the leader for Okunlola, so I wonder if he's talking about maybe somebody completely out of left field. I don't want to speculate, but I don't mind if you guys speculate, so drop us a tweet. At Locked On Canes. If you follow us at Locked On Canes, we will follow you back. Let me know who do you think could be uh, Mr. X in recruiting at Locked On Canes on Twitter. Hope everyone has a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family and friends today. And uh, we're going to do on tomorrow's episode, Friday's episode, we're going to do a more uh, formal preview for Pitt at Miami. Pittsburgh Panthers come to town this weekend, so make sure you check that out. And guys, thank you for making Locked on Canes your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team, every day.